Hello and welcome to another episode of Bevies with the Boys with your boys Kieran and Tom. Here we are. Hey Tom, how you doing? You caught me mid mid bevy. <laughs> you knew drinking. I was starting. I knew. Did, I didn't just ring you. I know, but I, I, I was. It was a. It was. A, it was a risky maneuver. I want to see how <laughs> much I could drink before you got in, and it and did it not backfired. pay off. <laughs> it did now not I've pay just, off at all. I've got gas in my belly. I've got you verbally You're a little abusing gassy boy. me. I'm a little gassy boy. Gas in your ass. Anyway, how are you? Speak to me. Tell me things. Inform the audience of your mood. Yeah, it's been an all right week. Can't complain. Yeah, I didn't ask that, but fair enough. Yeah. That's that's my general mood. The, the week has been yeah. all right. There's, there's been nothing highs or lows. It's been a no. monotoned time. Uh, yeah, my week's uh, my week's also been like that. I was well, coming up to record this pod. I was a bit like, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about because it's been just a very nothing kind of week not in yeah. a bad way not in a good way it's just kind of happened it has been a week yeah. and that's all i can say about we it survived yet another week we did and sometimes that's, that's all enough. you can hope for that's, yeah we're still going and we're doing another episode of this that people are doing another horrified to hear. <laughs> i think we're bloody people love us they can't get enough of us Ooh. um you know what i love i love it when you tell me what you're drinking this week oh you know how boring i am I'm I don't, but I think you're about to tell me. Uh, Captain Morgan's. Ah, uh, I mean, I think we haven't. But did you have Captain Morgan's last Captain week? Captain Morgan's last week. This one. Ah, he's, he's gone on an adventure. It's oh, gone a little bit. Goes. Tiki. Oh. Yeah. Pineapple. You haven't tiki and Captain Mango Morgan's? Captain Morgan's. That's got a really nice bottle, isn't it? Or is that just the it's, Amazon it's picture? Just it's the same bottle with just Tiki written in the corner in green. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought I'd seen the bottle before and it was like they'd actually shaped the glass differently, but maybe that was a one-off and they're like, actually, it's not worth doing that. That was a fever dream you had last week. <laughs> An alcoholic rum-fueled fever dream. As is most fever dreams. Ooh. What about your beautiful, <sighs> illustrious, gorgeous, magnificent self? Oh, you're being uncharacteristically complimentary today. Oh, um, it's going to be an emotional roller coaster for you today. <laughs> I um I'm also drinking rum because I'm not a little boring boy. Oh. I've decided to go for Red Leg, which I believe I mentioned last week for a continuity's sake that I would be drinking this week. And I thought, well, I can't let the fans down. You You've know, made they'll a be prize. saying, "You stick with yeah. it." I'll be saying, "Kieran, where is your Red Leg?" And I'll say, "Here it is." <laughs> right. that anyway, joke has so many legs. And many legs, many arms. Maybe it's an octopus. Maybe it's an octopussy. Um, what have you been playing this week, what Tom? What have I been playing this week? Well, Apart from with many hearts, because you're a little Casanova. Just, I'm sorry. Just answer the original question. I'm just. I'm waiting for the pause. I'm waiting for you to decide that you've just had enough, and then this is what's going on. Uh, I'm guessing this is it because now you've this given is the me pause. the silent treatment. Uh, well, as as a fool that I am, uh, mm. there there are many experiences in in the world of games that I've not done because Ooh. didn't apply to me. And I would right. say this is uh, an argument that a lot of people have and stand by. There are two, mm. say, like titans of the industry. I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah. One of which they they, they don't mix in much apart from occasionally okay. they they do some shop putting and some running together one of them is an italian <laughs> plumber <know. laughs> right. yeah. the other is a blue hedgehog with some fancy shoes can i guess what game you've been playing you can give it a go is it leisure suit larry 
Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> Got Sexy. it in one. Now it's uh, nice. Sonic Mania, the first Sonic game I've ever played. Wait, Sonic Mania? I thought you were... Oh, I thought you were about to say you'd been playing um, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games because no, I know no, you were playing Wii last week. Uh, zigzag. I did Mario last week. This week, it's all about Sega's little blue Sonic boy. Sonic Mania? Yeah, Ooh. it's like a return to form, from what I can gather, because I've never played mm. them, so I'm not returning to any form. You never played Sonic? Oh, my nah, goodness. I'm a fucking heathen because... You are. I'm going to say this now because I've been doing a lot of Mario last week. I did, right. uh, obviously, Mario Odyssey, which is fun as fuck i did uh new super mario brothers wii u to get my platforming juices in which is S. right it's pretty fun i've played like 64 played a little bit of sunshine galaxy you played 64 uh not like recently but like in the past oh I right have. i was gonna say you've had a fucking busy week uh, if you bought a nintendo 64 <laughs> sonic mania probably the most fun i've had in the game in quite a while wow oh, more than mario yeah. odyssey Jesus, that is quite a bold claim. It's it's everything that I like. It's fast, so I don't know what's going on. You do like on. running fast. Yeah, it's a characteristic about me. You mm. you invite me into your home and I just start doing laps like it a It explains dog. all the cocaine. Yeah, that's just, it fuels me. It's I keep it in my pockets <laughs> and I'm just like... Oh, I was wondering, I wonder if we'll hear that in the actual recording or if you'll cut it out to not incriminate yourself <laughs> as the drug lord you are. No, I do frequently just wear tight white shirts have a miami vice-esque mustache mm. and fly a biplane to columbia that's that's did your Wednesday, though. did your girlfriend just rev a motorbike outside the door you're recording of? oh yeah i don't know if anyone will hear that on their actual recording but it sounded like you were being attacked by a bike again no that's that's our house motorbike that's one we keep for friends <laughs> what just to startle them or to show off yeah every now and again just like someone will be on the phone and we'll just go oh rev the motorbike again keep them on their toes <laughs> keeping up appearances yeah. um well i'm yeah sorry about a little bit of bike talk there uh sonic mania what so you're you're a massive fan then yeah i'm i'm a recent convert but it's fun the music let me just mm. say is some of the best music I've heard in a game. And that is, Ooh, that's high praise. That's... I've played Persona 5. That was incredible music. Some of the best. Yeah, people love that. Yeah. Mario Odyssey's Mario Odyssey got great has soundtrack. Got great, it has some really good funk elements. The thing that I didn't like about Mario Odyssey's music is it's, and it could just be my settings, I could just change. It sat a little bit low. It was a little bit quiet. And also at the start of every level, it was quiet for a long period of time. And then the music comes in. Well, it's because you couldn't hear the TV over the house bike you've got. That's the problem I'm having. Also, <laughs> like say, the, the CO2. Girlfriend, stop revving. <laughs> the emissions fumes are just, they're making everything just <laughs> Your senses to, are shutting you know. down one by one. <laughs> the end of this podcast will just be me hitting the table. <laughs> that's how we usually end after you've had daddy's been drinking too much um yeah no i've played i have but i've also not this week but i have played sonic mania i have it on my ps4 and i i haven't um haven't gone back to it in quite a while and i don't know where i got to but i remember enjoying it at the time but it is insane to me that you've never played like one of the old school sonic games no like I, I mean, did, I guess you didn't have like a Sega Mega Drive growing up as a as a wee nipper in Lavenham then. No, I was I was a PlayStation boy through and through. I had PlayStation. Yeah, but that was before a, PlayStation. I know. I had a I had um, a Game Boy and Pokemon Gold, and that's all I played until I played PlayStation. 
All oh, right. Yeah, no, I uh I've always I've not been like a massive Sonic fan, but my kind of experience with Sonic does go back to the original one because we had a I think it was called Sega Mega Drive here and it was a different name in the US, wasn't it? Because that's a whole that was a weird would thing going back the is that old consoles are like Genesis or the Saturn? Yeah, I think it was the Genesis yeah. in the in the States, but uh, and probably most of the world. But yeah, no, Sonic's great and I remember playing Sonic Mania and it like if anyone is a fan of the original ones to me it felt you know how you remember things obviously through rose tinted glasses especially media like yeah. games mainly um and Sonic Mania felt what that original Sonic felt like to play um like then if I went back to the original it probably would be nearly as good but it managed to really capture that which I think Sonic for decades now has become a bit of a joke the series because it's often like 80% of the the releases are kind of shitty, especially the 3D ones. Yeah, um, I, I completely missed out when Sonic was hip and cool because my experience. <laughs> I is don't know if he ever was. It's like Sonic 06 and Shadow the Hedgehog onwards, which, Ooh. from what I can tell, Shadow the Hedgehog was great. I mean, it wasn't a good game probably, but I loved it when I was younger. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I, just, I saw it at one point, and it was just because obviously I had awareness of who Sonic was, and it was just a color swapped Sonic it's with a Sonic. gun. <laughs> I yeah, like, I don't they, know what this sorry, is. you've just described why he was such a cool dude. He had a gun. Didn't you know that all the coolest people have a gun? But then I've I've also that my first like introduction to him as a character is him swimming in a pool with Princess Peach because they're trying to do the 500 meter freestyle. Oh right, I thought you were on about some weird hentai you watched or something. I'm like, what the fuck? This is not a family friendly topic for our doing, family podcast. We're doing a hentai corner with Tom and Kira. <laughs> That's a real sharp left turn, uh, which we're normally known for. So I guess it fits the the tone. So if you... Oh, I was going to just to use that sharp left turn, I was going to actually transition because Sonic... Here we go. The idea that I never played it growing up as a child, Mm. very sad, uh, Mm. got me thinking, got got Mm. the two cogs in my brain connected for once just grinding against each other yeah there was there was sparks i became a fire hazard for at least 20 minutes <laughs> okay uh, i was just gonna check as a vague throw out of like go. what your favorite say childhood gaming experiences are which i think we've touched on before but we haven't like dived deep and also sure. are there any games that you can see are like pillars of say like a childhood or like video games growing up that you've just never got into um part one of that is interesting because you've actually mentioned it already um i this week is it can i actually, guess it's not banjo kazooie oh, i was gonna that's say what you were gonna guess Marion sonic at the olympic games best game it of the is year. not that at all <laughs> um i actually this week have been playing loads of nintendo 64 mm. because i I fished out my Nintendo 64 about a month ago by this point, and it just didn't work, which was devastating. But at the same time, it's like a over 20-year-old console, so I suppose it's fair enough. Uh, but then recently, I hopped on Amazon, and I got... Uh, well, initially, I got a load of cleaning equipment, and I spent an entire evening taking the whole thing apart, trying to clean it, hoping that would somehow fix it, and it obviously didn't. Um, I feel a burp coming on, but I think I'm just going to ride the wave and you, see what happens. You hold it in there until that burp turns <laughs> um, into some vomit. And then it's an experience. Delightful. Well, back to my childhood, not drunken vomit. Um, I, well, I suppose it was a part of my childhood. Um, I, (laughs) I, it didn't work when I took it apart and cleaned it. So then I decided to get a, a new power cable. And I don't know if you've seen a Nintendo 64 power cable, but it is essentially like, 
I think it's just where I'm used to having like PlayStation ones where it's just, okay, you, you know, I haven't got to fucking explain how a cable works, but you have the plug and then you have a, it's like a small charger that goes into the back of the console. Whereas the Nintendo 64 is like the plug then goes to a massive brick that you plug into the console. So it's a more, I guess, understandable that something would go wrong in that because there's probably like more moving parts. I don't Could you know. build a house out of Nintendo 64 power bricks? You could build one out of Nintendo 64s, but I don't know what the fuck you said. <laughs> I, it's like the Playmobil version to what Lego was. It's Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> um, don't make fun of so my yeah, bad throat. I uh, have been playing... I restored... Well, restored is a very generous term for what I did. I bought some things that made it work. Uh, and I've been playing my childhood game. That was your original question, which is Super Mario 64, which is, I'm not unique in saying that's my childhood game. I think anyone who owned a Nintendo 64 played the shit out of it. But it is so good and is just so nostalgic. And every it covers almost coincidentally everything we've talked about this episode, like the music in it is, I like Odyssey. And I've also been playing a lot of Odyssey after you mentioned it last week. Yeah. But the music in the original Mario 64 is like phenomenally i don't know if, this is the tricky thing i was gonna say it's phenomenally good i feel like a lot of that is um impacted by nostalgia like any kind of sound effect i hear in that game i'm immediately like oh yeah. my goodness i'm seven again and life is good it's like your um, beard just retracts back into your skin <laughs> that's an incredibly unsettling image um yeah no so i've been i've been playing loads of that and i it's just so good to be back you know yeah, <laughs> like it's it's great i mean it's it's weird going because I, I was playing a lot of um mario odyssey earlier in the week and it's strange going from that to 64 because it's it's such an evolution but loads of small things like the fact that mario and odyssey um he controls so much snappier and then i was playing 64 and i was like i thought my controller was messed up or something because he's really floaty and a bit weird but yeah. it's like well that came out you know that's 20 two years before or something like that that's his lifestyle so, baby <laughs> he's got more he's got more spry in his older years but um so yeah no, i've been playing lots of mario 64 uh which is a very nostalgic childhood game i mean obviously also is like banjo kazooie um i feel like we've mentioned a load of the ones that i'd say anyway like oh, in, in nintendo 64 it would be banjo mario 64 and ocarina of time yeah. but then on like ps2 it would be time splitters and all that and then it goes on to stuff like I guess Bioshock and I used to play loads of um it was the orange box when it came out on PS3 and I played loads of Team Fortress 2 that. on yeah. that which was great. That was such a great package as well. You got like five massive games. Yeah, cuz um, it was Half-Life Episode 1 and Episode 2. You had Portal and then Portal and, and then, then Team Fortress, Team Fortress which, yeah, which was incredible. Own, I I'm still devastated that I don't have new Portal puzzles to play through since 2011. Well, you need to um, you need to get it on PC because they've got the whole you can create yeah, maps you've got and modding stuff. Modding communities. Yeah, but well, no, no, it's not even modding; it's built into the game. Really? Like Portal Two has a map creator on PC. I don't know, but um, I don't have like a spare two grand to spend on a good PC. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Oh, well, you've only got your Mac, I suppose. Yeah. But I, I don't think you'd need a very high. You might be able to run it on your Mac. I don't know, but I can run it on my laptop because I remember I used to make a load of maps on it. It was great. I'll see now um, if I can make my struggling MacBook play Portal just to use it. <laughs> uh you might need to feed some more coal into the back of it but um yeah, yeah no so childhood games 100 percent mario 64 i love it it's so good um, so you're a, you're like a full it's like your childhood experience and your formative years if you want to use that term uh sure. well i'm ga i'm gauging it's mainly nintendo 64 you're a big old oh, nintendo 100%. boy 
Yeah, no, I I actually have a really um, vivid memory of, well, a few memories. One of this is qu- quite sad. I don't know if this isn't, oh, it's not sad, but it's quite cringy for me, is when I was uh, in primary school, I remember, I don't know what year it was, and I had friends, but sometimes on like break times, I'd enjoy just kind of playing in my own little world and like running around and shit. Yeah. Um, and I remember at one point I was like, I think I was playing Mario in my head, just like running around fucking eating mushrooms off the ground and shit. And then this girl came over to me and was like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And obviously not, you know, verbatim, but that yeah. kind of vibe. And I was just really embarrassed to be like, oh, I'm being Mario, I guess. Like, I thought, not because I, I, not even because of like, she'd caught me running around because I guess when you're a kid who gives a shit, like you can yeah, do what you want, you shit your pants, it's just another Tuesday. You're always going up the hill, it's great. Yeah, but uh, I think it was more the fact of like admitting that I, or then having to explain what Mario was because I also, the second part to that memory was I remember, I can't remember who I was speaking to, but again, I think it was like I was in maybe like middle kind of years of primary school, which for us in the UK is, I don't know, like year two, maybe. Um, And I, uh, yeah, I remember suddenly, like, I think I was either playing a game on, I don't know, the the timeline's almost up because I was about to say playing a game on my DS, but I wouldn't have been year two then. But I, I don't remember what happened, but I remember in some context, Mario came up and someone said to me, like, sorry, what is that? And then now, if you said that to someone now, like, what is Mario? You'd seem like an insane person. Yeah. But it was weird that I've got this really vivid memory of being a young kid and, like, feeling like Mario was an exclusive thing to me. And it might have just been the people I hung around with, obviously, or, like, the people I knew in my school. But um, it just seems so... It seems like an entirely parallel world where people, just everyone doesn't know what Mario or Nintendo is. Yeah, I, I, I like how games and that has pushed itself straight to the forefront of pop culture now oh it's massive now yeah because i remember just growing up and it was never any sort of experience or anything that changed it for me but there was always that little bit of oh i don't i I don't want to tell people that i i play video games that's yeah no it was weird it was Um, stigmatized but now it is just like everyone does whether you either play you know doom on ps4 or you play candy crush on your phone technically you're all doing doing video games (laughs) i fucking sound 100 years old but yeah no it's weird how ubiquitous it has become it's not weird but it's weird to then look back and go you know it was such an almost taboo thing it's like who gives a shit you're just enjoying yourself um but yeah no what was so you, the first one was childhood games and the other one was things that i just never really gelled with i guess yeah were there any like um, big say franchises that you've just yeah you've completely missed the boat on um i don't know i mean the media kind of thing that comes to mind is something like fifa or sports games because i just do not give a shit about football That's um <laughs> which has always that. been the case but um beyond that like I'm not too sure, really. I mean, in more modern times, I guess The Witcher 3 is a massive pillar of gaming that just has never struck a chord for me. Like, I think I, I got it on release day originally on PS3, and I just didn't really... Or was it? No, it would have been PS4, I guess. Yeah. Yes. What? Of what The Witcher released on? Yeah, The Witcher 3 was PS4, wasn't I it? I think it was PS3. No. Wasn't You're not. out of your mind. I'm, no. I'm, I'm just like... 
I feel like I've just gone into the Matrix. Everything I knew was a lie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure The Witcher 3 is PS4, but which we, we're going to sound insane if it actually is definitely. It's like 2017 or something, which I think it is around then. But I, um, yeah, no, I, I tried that like three times, I think, because I got it and then gave it to a friend. And then I think I saw it cheap. So I got it again. And I was like, nah, this isn't my kind of thing. And I just couldn't get into it. And I it's really weird, because that is the kind of game that if you go on stuff like, you know, Reddit or whatever, which we mention every episode, that's where our entire lives revolve around. Um, Everyone hails it as like, uh, you know, alongside the Mario franchise or alongside Skyrim or like these really tentpole modern games. Um, but it just, I just don't get it. Yeah. I just do not understand no, I, why everyone loves The Witcher 3. I had that as well, where I think uh, my brother bought it. So one day I was like, I'll give it a go. I'll see what happens. And I just didn't gel with it at all. Like I did, For some reason, the combat just didn't make sense to me. So I put it down. And then recently, mm. after watching The Witcher on uh, Netflix, the show, which was surprisingly good, I thought it was going to be awful. It's actually all right. Uh bought it for like i think it was like three pounds on sale so it's like that's a bargain played it yeah. loved it and then i just reached a point and then for some reason i just stopped playing it and i've never gone back to it that's fair i think yeah it's i don't know i i don't at the same time i don't like vehemently hate it i'm not like oh fucking everyone likes the witcher mm. they're a dickhead um but i just i i don't understand the massive draw to it and i feel like if it's released on ps5 or something or like pardon me i might eventually go back for like a fourth time round to be like right i'm gonna convince myself i like this game honestly how just... many times it takes for you to buy witcher <laughs> before you well, finally like it stop yourself me... into it yeah no part of me is also like i don't there must be something in it for the fact that i keep wanting to give it another go um like it, i i haven't just written it off but i don't know what that is i just don't i think it's because i hear so much praise about it that i'm like there must be something i'm missing about this game yeah. but like you mentioned the combat for me the combat very much just feels like like the the most concentrated version of the complaints people had about assassins or like the arkham games where you just keep pressing dodge until you win the fight and that's kind of how you do it. And The Witcher kind of felt like that for me. And I might sound like a complete idiot and it's actually much more complicated than that. But for my opinion, that is not a very fun game. And also, by the sounds of it, you don't love it either. And I think we can officially say that The Witcher 3 is the bevies with the boys least favorite game of all time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Let's, let's stoke some fires. Let's get some anger going. <laughs> what's um what's the kind of franchise or game then that you never really got on board with that's super popular i didn't think this question would bounce back i'll be honest. oh you I thought i did <laughs> just ask it and yeah. then i'd leave it uh for, well as i said like sonic i completely missed the boat on yeah but you said didn't never like did. i thought no as in like i i didn't oh if the answer it. was totally missed the boat then like final fantasy would probably be mine Oh, yeah, there because you i know that you're a fan your girlfriend is i uh, chronically obsessed with I, it. I will let you backtrack that redact that even uh what, you're not a fan i've the only final fantasy i've ever played was when i was like 11 i played final fantasy i think 12 for like an oh hour right and i thought you would have been like dragged it. into it by now nah i've i've stayed away i've bought final fantasy 7 on switch and yeah. it's just been sat there waiting nice uh but yeah, yeah no i am um, i've never played a final fantasy game i don't think mm -hmm. and i've said there's no reason like it's not like the witcher where i've tried him and i've gone back or whatever i've literally just never 
I don't know. I'm not really a massive RPG like turn-based person as is. Um, that kind of changed recently when I really got into real-time strategy games like, you know, we mentioned before, um, Fire Emblem and XCOM 2 and stuff. Obviously, yeah. it's Final Fantasy is different to that. But um, yeah, there's no reason I've never got into them. I just, it's a, a series that I just, I don't know. It's never really gelled for me, never really yeah. appealed to me. Um, I feel like the people who love it, love it because they've played all of them since they come out or they got on board when Seven originally come out, which yeah. is essentially you I know a billion years ago. It's as much as, because like, obviously I've, I have spoken to my girlfriend about it at different points because it is her favorite franchise of all time and i get that yeah. and i appreciate that um for her she said like oh they tried this on like final fantasy 13 to make it more welcoming to new people and on final fantasy 15 they try but i'm always just gonna see the number and be like well this is now gonna what like the next one will be final fantasy 16 i'm like i don't want to jump on a game that is like yeah. the 16th iteration of something no, it's it's weird as well because uh, it's yeah you haven't got the pl- you haven't got to play them all. They're all kind of almost what is it like um, anthology anthological? <laughs> that was not okay. the right word, but you understand what I'm trying yeah. to say. Okay, there go. They're not um, uh, tied together apart from if they say in the title they're tied together. From yeah, my understanding, no, it's, it's um it is a weird one. I mean, one of the I was half tempted to pick up because they just remade seven mm. and no, oh, is it yeah, it's seven, isn't it? I'm going to sound like such an idiot this episode. I do like I can games. Confirm it was it was seven that they remake. It's got yeah. the cloud man with the big sword. Right, that sounds normal. But yeah, no, it's just um, I was tempted to pick that up, but then I'm like, I don't know. I'm in a weird period with games at the minute, and I think that's why I've started playing loads of Nintendo 64 just for nostalgia. Mm. Is because like I think after finishing the Last of Us two, and we spoke about it last week a bit, I was kind of motivated to play a load of indies. Um, but I'm just not mad into gaming right now, I guess. Like, no. I, I mentioned Undertale last time. I haven't touched that in, since I mentioned it, actually. Um, I'm the same way. I don't know. Now, where it's just, I'm kind of like, the only game I'm playing at the moment is Fire Emblem because it's very much, I can pick up, play it for a bit and then put it down. I haven't yeah. done like, I think I've just, I'm burnt out after The Last of Us Part Two, whereas because we tried to finish it as quickly as possible, it was like mm. we'd be playing straight for, say, like 10 hours because we had that opportunity. But now yeah. now the world has come back and we're like, oh, we should, we should probably pursue some responsibilities again. Yeah, no, it's a weird one. It's like, um, I, I don't know. Imagine like how damning that is for that game if we say The Last of Us 2 is the game that got us off gaming. No. But um, I don't know. I don't know what's really come over me. I think it is partly just I've been very busy with work and all the boring adult stuff, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Who gives a shit? But um, like, I don't know. I've, I've enjoyed watching. I've been watching lots more Breaking Bad to try and get through that. Yeah. Um, I've been reading a lot. I've been just doing other bits i guess but it's a strange one i don't know i like games a lot and i love that being said like earlier this week when i was playing loads of mario odyssey trying to get all the moons like i did have you have you picked up odyssey at all since you last spoke about it uh no i'm I'm still sat at a skipping rope in new dynasty (laughs) still stand by that's one of the best names i've heard for a, a location it's very cool. It's very well designed as well. But because uh, it's weird because most of the like, especially old school Mario games are very, they're not even like fantasy or whatever or cartoonish. They're very just Mario. Like by this point, people know what that means. It's sort of like yeah. they look like they work in that world. Whereas New Donk City is like 
a realistic New York City with like taxi cabs mm. and like actual humanoid figures and stuff. It's 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 weird, but it works very well. Um, but yeah, no, I've been going back to Mario Odyssey because you know how you who anyone who doesn't know, but you know this, you collect moons in each world and you get a certain number to progress to the next one and blah, blah, blah. Oui. Um, did you know, Tom, Ooh. that in that game, there are a total of 999 moons? <laughs> You've, you've made is, it so that I just never want to complete it now. <laughs> no, you don't get them all to complete it. You To complete it, I think you get like 150 max. Like it's not that many at all. Um, but I've been going back and I'm like, I'm, I, I'm half tempted to try and get them all, which is an insane amount. But I think at the minute I'm up to, because once you finish it, you can just go back to any of the worlds. And to be honest, like half the game's content opens up after you finish yeah, it. That's kind of, because I was, as playing through it, I was like, on like the first world, I got all the yeah. moons I possibly could and then moved on. I was like, I'm going to do this all the time. And I was like, I realize it'll probably get to a point where I can just go back and get them. So now I'm just yeah. getting enough to progress and just slowly working through it. I'll probably yeah, no, pick lot- it up and finish it before next week, hopefully. I think you should do. I mean, obviously, you know, if you're too busy with fucking Sonic, then whatever. But um, it's no, it's it's cool. Like, and especially, yeah, no. So uh, what was talking about finishing it, like half the well, over half the moons, probably like 70 percent of the moons in the game. You can't really get until you finish it because it then opens up other stuff in the levels itself uh, and opens up new worlds as well, which is spooky cool. But pardon me. Um yeah, no, Mario, that's fun. Game franchises, we've done that. Bloody, we're just rattling off these topics, like uh, dentists with some wobbly teeth, xylophone, uh, my brain's not working. <laughs> I was trying to paint that word picture as you described it, and it just got weirder. <laughs> there was a dentist, and then his teeth started falling out, and they turned into xylophones. Yeah. No, it doesn't entirely work. Uh, Nintendo 64, talking about that a second, last night, I, I'm quite tired today because I ended up staying up very late because I, for a while I've kind of made do with the fact I have like 10 Nintendo 64 games that I've had my entire life. I got given it as like a present when I was, I don't fucking know, like uh, 11 or something. And um, I've never bought any others. And then origi- a while ago I looked on Amazon because I'm a massive fan of Banjo-Kazooie, which was one of the best games on that console. And uh, it actually had a sequel called Banjo-Tooie, which I've never played because I looked on Amazon a long time ago to look if I could pick it up. And you could only get it, I think, in the box. And at the time, it would have cost something like 250 quid or something. Like it was super rare for whatever reason. a little bit too much for Banjo-Tooie. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, But then last night, I was suddenly like, oh, shit. Why have I not been looking on eBay? Like, that is where you buy secondhand things and sort of, you know, stuff that you'd find in a charity shop or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> last night I decided to go on eBay, much to my girlfriend's annoyance, who's just trying to sleep and I'm laying up in bed, <laughs> scrolling away. And uh, I'll just get my phone up now. I bid on quite a few things and I've already lost a few of them. Yeah. But I'm hoping if I go on eBay, I'm just loading it up, that I've got a few bids underway. I am currently, yeah, I'm still winning two bids. <laughs> so I'm winning a bid for Banjo Tooie, and these are just the cartridges because the box and everything in like pristine condition yeah, is still ludicrously expensive. expensive. Um, but I'm bidding on Banjo Tooie. I'm also bidding on Super Smash Bros. on the Nintendo 64. Because after our chat about the one on Switch and playing that loads, I'm like, I kind of want to see where this whole puppy started. Yeah. So, well, um, similar to you, right? I have been purchasing older games 
Uh, oh, I'm getting go. some GameCube games. Uh, this does tie back to what you just said. Don't worry, I'll get there eventually. Mm. You know me. I'm a, I'm a fucking biplane. You're of a roller coaster of a man. Conversational wind up. Um, so I was shopping, and then I was because I've I've got really into the collecting side of things now. Like I realize I really like having all the games that like people can come over see and go. Oh, oh shit! It's a slippery slope. You've got Barbie's Pony Adventure Twenty Seven. <laughs> Is that what you've been picking? Shit, 27? Man. I Let's didn't know. How up. will I understand the plot if I don't play the first 26? It's easy. They do a re- they do a soft reboot at 15, and then it just works its way forward. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, but no, but um, I was looking, and I was a hair, a hair away from buying Smash Melee, because I saw it on Amazon for about, all the use sections I for like Smash Melee? 25. But I was like, at this point, I've got, well, mo- both me and you have definitively got the perfect versions of Smash in terms yeah. of character selection, stage selection. Just a lot of people, nice I think, still play Melee, though. Like, a lot of yeah. the really hardcore, like, tournament people argue that it is the best version. I think, that's um, I think me- it's Melee. Mechanically, they, that's yeah. the reason they love it. But for me, I'm just like, I like having all of the characters, and I feel like it would be difficult for me to go back to something that is arguably not as complete just because that's how time works things slowly get better (laughs) yeah i mean it was yeah that was kind of my experience with playing loads of mario 64 is like small things so like mario odyssey i said there's you know 999 moons the kind of neat thing about it and this is i think the first 3d open world mario game that does this is that whenever you collect one of them you just carry on going don't you so it's like you can just do you don't go back to a hub world or anything yeah no you just um whereas sunshine before or no i think galaxy and definitely sun mario sunshine on the gamecube you'd get i think in sunshine it was like a star kind of thing and then it would take you out of the world and then you'd go back in to get the next one and it was like a very segmented process and playing 64 yeah no playing 64 it was like that because i think 64 there's only you get stars in Mario 64 and it's it's the same concept as moons where like there's a you given kind of a vague objective and then you get the star and then you're done with that bit um but 64 like you get it and you're then thrown out and it's like there's not much of a loading screen between but it was in it was weird playing it in reverse where i've been playing loads of odyssey which is such a refinement of that whole formula yeah and then going back to this game which i love very much and has loads of nostalgia but is like objectively not as good and i think it's anyone who would argue differently i think is a bit tinted by nostalgia there's definitely examples where probably the original of a game is superior um but it's yeah it's kind of weird being like i love this thing but it is very clearly like hampered by this dated design but yeah. then it's like 20 years older than this one so i don't understand why i could That's criticize why. that in any way hopefully like a reason i'm not picking up sunshine is because there's there's still words on the wind that there's going to mm. be this uh, i think it's what the mario 35 or 25 anniversary collection there is i think it's 25 maybe i yeah, want to say they were but, gonna, um, apparently they were going to remake sunshine 64 galaxy no it wouldn't be World. 25 would it because that would be yeah I th- 1995 and mario come out is 85 i think so it'll be 35 yeah yeah anyway i'm just doing about. my little rain man yeah. <laughs> you're, you're counting yeah. the numbers you're doing a beautiful mind and just writing on your window <laughs> and sharpie um uh, yeah no they do it there was yeah, yeah. i'm, I'm so hopeful that, that is still happening that intrigues me a lot because the only version of 64 i've ever played was on the ds 
That was still a really good one. Yeah, um, the it's, well, trolls were it was a better awful. one. Because well, uh, oh, was that the one where you could do the touchpad? Uh, you could do the touchpad, but I turned that off, and it was trying to control a three D plane with a D pad, and it just yeah, it no, it's work. not, um, it's not quite the same. I think it's weird. Like again, that is kind of it's a weird trade off where yeah, the controls are shit, but it runs much better than the original. But then and it's, got it's so like much well, more content as well. Like you can play as Yoshi. I think it's Yoshi, Mario, you can, Luigi, you can play and Wario. As... Yeah, you have to get them all, um, which is very cool. It's got loads of mini games as well, yeah. which was really fun. I remember playing a lot of if that. They do, if they don't do that version, I think I'll be annoyed. I don't even know if they're doing this uh, alleged. Oh, they will. I think it was leaks, if not just rumoured. But yeah, I'd kind of prefer the original just because I'm very a pretentious purist in that way. Oh, you're a goddamn um, hipster. I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, speaking of how much of a loser I am, I've gone oh, down yeah. this Mario 64 little rabbit hole this week. And uh, I don't know if, I think it's because my phone can hear me and everyone knows that your phone listens to you and they, adver- they the grand they in the sky, advertise to you specifically about what you've been speaking about. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's 100% real. Anyone who says otherwise is a corporate shill. Um, but I... <laughs> Uh, was getting a load of recommendations on YouTube for like Mario 64 speedrun like discussion. Oh, are you going to be a um, speedrunner? I'm not going to be a speedrunner because I was looking into it and I just wanted to talk about how insane this kind of thing is. I don't know how into like the speedrunning community you are, but they're very obviously obsessed because like they pick one oh, game yeah. and that's it's, their whole life. That's, I've watched um, a couple of them. on. I like watching them on newer games because I'm like, how yeah. would that even work? They're interesting to watch, especially when people do like the the, the from software games like the Dark Souls and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy watching these Nintendo sixty like they play it on the Nintendo sixty four um, a lot of the time, just because I think it's the whole purist thing. Yeah. But I was watching this video earlier, and they were talking about. And this isn't really an interesting tangent. I just want to talk about something I saw that I found interesting. That's um, what this podcast is, though, in a nutshell. Yeah, no, definitely. But speedrunning is just miles beyond. Like we were talking about, we don't really understand the the appeal of the GameCube Smash over Switch. That's a whole nother level where it's like, you know, they will literally say, no, you need this kind of TV connection to get the right number of frames so that you cut a second off and stuff. Um, But yeah, no, I was watching this video, uh, a few videos, but one stuck out to me earlier where this guy was talking about... I, I, I want to get the phrasing right. It doesn't matter at all because no one will give a shit or probably they would have turned off already. But it was something like um, sort of uh, cutting out lag frames. Um, and so the way that the Nintendo 64 worked where it is an older console to like make the game run quicker, you had to face, like get the camera to face a wall so that it wouldn't generate the rest of the level so that you could then move along quicker, which was just completely insane to me it blew my mind i don't know if you care or even no, find that interesting i do find that really interesting but i've i'm just now sitting as a like a spectator watching a speed run and like at least 50 percent of it is going to be someone staring at a wall and jumping <laughs> sideways no it's 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 i think that also maybe is why as much as i love mario 64 um going back to it this week after watching these videos of people like completing an entire level in 10 seconds and i can barely jump on a fucking goomba without dying it has made me be like maybe i don't like this game as much as i thought i did (laughs) i've become really jaded by it but no it's it's cool like it's that's i mean that's what i mean i haven't really been playing many games because i've been fucking watching mr man talk about fucking lag frames but 
There you go. That's my wink. There you go. So you've, you're. I, I just want to see you try and be a speedrunner. I also want to see <sighs> you now at a speedrun of Sonic because I imagine his whole thing has got to go fast. That he says it all the time. You've got to go even faster it's, than yeah, fast. If, if there's not a speedrun that's done like on the original Sonic within ten seconds, I'm call. I'm calling out. <laughs> I'll do it. Are there any games you'd feel comfortable having a go at speedrunning? Not getting, you know, where people literally like glitch them out and do them in an hour, but there was, is there a game you've played so much or know so well that you think you could give it a go? For me, like if it's, because from, from what I'm aware, there are different types of speedrunning, which I think you've just described in that, but I think there's like obviously the glitch heavy one and then there's the, mm. you just play it all the way through as quickly yeah. as humanly possible. For me, the game that I know, I'm pretty sure I know like every second and every little detail of would be Jack and Daxter. Sorry, my throat was regressing a burp there. Uh, Jack and <laughs> Daxter falling apart. The Precursor Legacy. The first really? one. It is one of my favourite games of all time. It is a game I played to fuck as a child. Either that or Pokemon Gold because I know the ins and outs. I... I I got so invested in that where like I min max to where like I know the exact level that I need to be to go through yeah. with this move and then in which percentage I'd have for that move to do this much damage. It I went dark as a five year old man. That's crazy. I've never done that level of um, yeah. stat tracking, I guess. But, uh, but then I I did that and I play stuff like Crusader Kings two and uh, Fire Emblem where it's all like percentage chance based on critical mm. hits and I, I find it really interesting it's not like you're not affecting the game at all but you're making your percentage of winning slightly better that's yeah. the kind I, of stupid shit I like I think that's why I never did very well I really enjoy um, I've fucking forgotten the name of that game you just mentioned Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem. There you go. I never really enjoyed <laughs> And I really enjoyed Fire Emblem, but I was never great at it because I guess I didn't really get immersed in the stat side of thing. I was just like, oh, I want to play it like an RPG, like a very straightforward, I guess, action RPG, which you can't yeah. really. But um, yeah, no, I um, I think mine would probably be Resident Evil 4. I know the best and I've played the most. I still um, need to play that. I won't you like do you. need to play that. But then I haven't played Jack and Daxter, so I haven't there got a leg go. to stand on. i got fucking two of them. Um, but and a beyond third that, in like, your glass. <laughs> I have. Oh, hey. nice little callback. Um, I think beyond that, mine would probably occasionally, if I'm in the right mood, would be a From Software game. But like, I either do, I get like kind of, what's the word? Like tilted where you die once and suddenly you just keep dying and can't do anything right. Or I'm like know them enough to where I can speed run it quite well because I feel like a lot of the from software games if you are good at them and like parry and dodge and stuff they yeah. don't take that long a lot of the length of time no. it takes to finish it for the first time comes from not knowing where you're going so you have to explore and also doing a boss for like a week yeah controversially this is my controversial opinion on from software games Here we uh, go. if you're taking your time and you're just accurate in it they're not like difficult games like Bloodborne. Everyone was before I played it was saying it was one of the hardest games I've ever played. They got sang at it, but it's just if you spend most of your time just rolling as a little ball, uh, you're fine mostly. I your silence don't... seems like you're just <laughs> holding back seething I'm anger. Furious. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I, I think you have a point. I feel like. 
that only goes so far. Yeah. Like, you can act all fucking smug and like, this isn't very hard, I'll just roll. And then suddenly you come to an enemy that has, like, hit tracking where they'll follow you and then hit you. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I think from software games are blown out of proportion a little bit where it's often people who haven't played them build up this hype of they're the hardest thing in the world or people who, I guess, want to seem cool by being like, yeah, they're the hardest yes. thing in the world, but I beat it easy. Uh, like you, I guess. But <laughs> no, no, just, I, yeah, no, there's I, definitely a learning curve to it. And mm. what, I, what I think I like the most, because I've only really played Bloodborne, I've got, I haven't got no legs to stand on. I'm currently sitting. You can have one of um, my red ones if you want. Oh, you see, you're just a kind gentleman. Remember all those compliments I threw out to you earlier in this podcast? Don't get angry at me <laughs> I'm now. Gradually returning. Uh, uh, what tangent was I going on? Uh, yeah, there's uh, a how, there's a learning yeah. curve to it, and also I think every time I died in Bloodborne while playing through that, hmm. at no point was I like, "Well, this is bullshit. How can they even do that?" It's every death was my fault. It wasn't because of like a bad game development or yeah. like uh, they've done this bullshit thing that you can't possibly survive on. Oh my God. It's just like, no, I, I just wasn't good enough. So let's get yeah. better. I think that is the key thing about all those games is they are, they can be infuriating, but they are almost the definition of like, you know, if you, if you fail, it was your fault. The game is incredibly fair, but also super punishing if you don't pay attention, I suppose. Yeah. But um, no, I love them very much. So there you have it. Uh, well, I don't know about you, Mr. Tom, but I have run out of things to say. <laughs> I've run out of rum to drink. Um, so that seems like a natural end. You're not quite done yet, though, are you? Because <sighs> you have a duty. I do. An honourable duty to imp- to pass along some Tom wisdom to our, our wonderful ladies and gents listening. So... What, what's that, ready hey? for this shit? You ready? <laughs> Go on. You sitting down? You comfortable? I always sit down. Hey, yes. I, I thought you exclusively uh, record the podcast like a bat just hanging upside down from your I ceiling. am. I'm sitting down on the ceiling. Oh, Mr. Gravity Man. Uh, <laughs> here you go. A dog is for life, not just for Christmas. Boom. That's your life advice. Yeah, I'm phoning it in this week. I couldn't think of anything quick <laughs> right. enough. You did warn me before the episode. You're like, oh, fuck, I don't know what I'm going to say at the end. I'm like, oh, that's After- fine. I'm sure you'll you'll manage it along. <laughs> and you come out with a dog is for life, not for Christmas. Yeah. In July, it's, it, nonetheless. Yeah, it's an important factor to remember <laughs> right, for everybody. Okay. Come on, man. I, I doubled up some advice. In like mm. the beginning episodes, I've done this for you, now. Yeah, you come out swinging and you really tape it off. Now. Just, oh, I just need a rest. That's my right, advice: well. rest regularly because burnout. <laughs> both... I'm going to drag you away from your mic before yeah, you, you, uh, you before take this even to lower. A big old debate and rant. I'm going to bring this to the end. So um, yeah, no, that was the episode as always, and this is more important than ever. Actually, a little yeah. tidbit at the end is starting, and I'm saying this to hold us both accountable, starting from next week, oh, we no. will hopefully be posting some more juicy content on both our Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, Tom, I hear you ask, what is that Instagram page? Because you never look at it. No. Um, it is. <laughs> that sounds like a dig. That was just no, a I don't know what you're about. It is, Tom, at BevBoysPod, or you should just be able to search Bevies with the Boys. Um, And if you search on Facebook, 
bevies with the boys you will also come across the podcast so give them a little follow uh engage with all the fun wacky uh adventures and hijinks that we post along the way and uh i'd say that's about us done don't you tom yeah yeah Alrighty, wonderful i will see you uh over the voice next week which is not a saying but you are welcome. are you now confirming we're just gonna do like a facetimed recording next week I said, I'll see you over the voice. I don't want to see your horribly disfigured face, although that isn't a problem in today's world. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Quick, finish before I say (laughs) another hate crime. (laughs) 